You are listening to the All Focus and Grit Breakaway Roping Podcast, where we provide you a roadmap to success both inside and outside the arena. Here are your hosts, Breakaway Ropers, Dreamers, and Goal Setters, Jennifer Casey, Cody Fuller, and Dusty Crenshaw. Focus and Grit podcast. I'm Jennifer Casey. I'm Dusty Crenshaw. And I'm Cody Fuller. Welcome to episode 16 of the All Focus and Grit podcast. Um, Today we're super excited. We've been looking forward to this interview for quite a while. We're talking to Madison Uthier, who won um, the very first American. So welcome, Madison. Hi, thank you for having me on here. So do you like... Do you like to be called Madison, Maddie? What do you usually go by? Um, my friends call me Maddie mostly. Okay. But I don't mind either one. That's funny. That's the same name as Jennifer's horse. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, I guess we'll get started off. So, where are you from? Um, I'm from Utopia, Texas, which is just west of San Antonio in, like, the hill country. Okay. So, you grew up there. Yes. Okay. So it wasn't too far for you to get to the American then? No, not compared to some of those girls. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. People came from all over. Everywhere, yeah. (laughs) Did you get a qualifier already in for this year? Yes. So I qualified just recently at the Spicer Grip. I got my first spot, and then I already have both my spots qualified for the Junior American for next year. Perfect. Yes. Okay, so um, start off, tell us a little bit about yourself. So um, tell us, like, about growing up, rodeoing, how you got into it. Yeah, so both of my parents are big into the horse industry, and my dad, um, he rodeoed his whole life and was a, made it to the NFR, so he just always, you know, was really big into rodeo. And my mom is a professional polo player, so she's big into horses too so I've always been surrounded by horses and started riding from like before I could walk and um I just really took to rodeo mainly I play polo also but rodeo I just was always going to rodeos with my dad and whenever I wanted to start going to youth rodeos it was like a whole family affair so it was really fun. So what made you decide rodeo over polo? Um Well, just about a year ago, like, I really started focusing mainly on rodeo. Like, I always liked both and practiced both, but um, I just really, I don't know, had a bigger love for rodeo and speed and stuff like that, going fast real quick. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Um, I remember, so I didn't know, I didn't really, um, I don't know if I knew who your dad was before, but... I was actually watching the breakaway with my dad when you went and he said he kind of, he knew your dad or knew the name or something. Yeah. What did he make it to the NFR in? Um, so he made it to the NFR four times in the saddle bronc riding, but he is a two-time Linderman award winner. So he, um, when he was in the pro rodeo, he, I mean, he pro rodeoed calf roping, saddle bronc riding and um, bull riding bareback. He did like everything. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Does he still rope? 
Uh, yep, every day we rope together, and he'll rope on, like, the real young ones that are getting started, so then I can start roping on them, and, like, today I roped on, like, three young horses and two of my good horses, and he rode on, like, a couple of young ones, so we're always roping and riding together pretty much still. <laughs> Is that what you guys do? Do you guys train horses? Yes, ma'am. Oh, that's, mm -hmm. that's pretty awesome. Yes. Um. Uh, so you, so you train that horse that you're riding? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I know. Um, I remember in an interview, you said that you got to, you've been roping on that horse every day for several years. Yes. Rooster. So he's right behind me. He's right there. And he's awesome. Yeah. I rope on him pretty much like every day. Lately, I've been giving him breaks in the summer because um, I've been riding a bunch of young horses and he doesn't like need to get roped on every day, but he's still like really good and healthy. So, and really easy to rope on. So I usually rope on him like every single day the past like three years. And yeah, we've gotten along really well together. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, sorry. How are your horses bred? Um, so we have our own breeding program here in Utopia, Texas um, called LA Waters Quarter Horses. And that's um, my mom's parents started it. And so all of our bloodline, um, we were, we owned Colonel Freckles until he died. And so all of our bloodline is basically um, through, like, from Colonel Freckles. So there's a lot of, like, cutting bread into our horses, and they're all real cowy. Okay. Well, that's really cool. Wow. Um, so, so all of them you turn into you train rope horses? Is that what you do? Or you um, yeah, so my mom and I, uh, we also kind of train barrel horses. Like, um, my dad's sisters and dad, I've been fortunate, they've given me some really good um, speed event horses, so we haven't had too much um, work on our hands here trying to, like, uh, train speed event horses, but my mom and I do have some young ones that, like, we do barrels and poles on and stuff like that, but I mainly like roping horses, so yeah. I like that better. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> so take us to that week of starting Monday at Fort Worth. So how did your week go? Because you were busy because you were yeah. at the Junior American and back and forth. So kind of take us through the whole week and how that went for you. Yeah, so it was definitely crazy. We left at like four in the morning, Monday morning, and got there and um, – I roped that, like, that afternoon, I guess, and um, I actually roped that night because it was, like, so many entries, and um, so I roped Monday, and I placed sixth in the first round with a 1.9, or maybe seven, and then the next day, Tuesday, was the second round, and I did pretty good and ended up in the top 40, and so they drew just random draws for, um, putting me into the performances, which were either Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. And I drew it Wednesday night. So I had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I ended up getting really sick. Like, I don't know what it was, but I got really sick Wednesday night after I roped. And so luckily Thursday, I had a day off. But Friday morning at 8 a.m. was the Junior American. So, um, like, I actually, like, my parents got up real early on Friday morning of the Junior American and went and got my horse fed and stuff. And my grandparents took me 
up there like 30 minutes before it started and I passed I blacked out in the middle of the lobby of the hotel and like just fell and like I was so bad they didn't think I could get on my horse and um anyway I ended up getting on my horse and I placed in both rounds and made it back to the finals of the junior American and won that with a one nine then I had to be in the perf again Friday night for the big American part and ended up being a two five and so that got me into the American which I wrote there Saturday Sunday so it was definitely a really crazy and busy week <laughs> oh my gosh I can't believe you yeah. were able to do that yeah it was crazy wow yeah. you're probably like when you woke up sick you're probably like well great <laughs> yeah I was like why why now <laughs> but I guess it just made me really focus or something I don't know I wrote good so I'm not where was the junior american held at so um they had it at um just like in still in fort worth but it was over at um i don't know some other arena where the where they had the pro rodeo the fort worth pro rodeo it's like um some arena i forgot but it's yeah it was over there what did you do to prepare for an event as big as the American? Um, I tried not to do anything too different than like my normal practice. I practice every day. And so um, I did really work like um, hard on my other horse that I have a practice horse, like working hard on throwing fast, like getting out and throwing real fast and like being real consistent though and on rooster like I try not to throw real fast at home like I just kind of go to work on my roping and stuff and keeping them free but um before that week I was really working on like getting out and going fast so I guess that's kind of how I prepared for it okay. do you spend a lot of time with the dummy yes a lot of time yeah I try and rope I rope the dummy a lot I try and rope it like I don't know, between like 20 to 50 times a day. And some days I'll rope it like 100 times. It just kind of depends. So how many times did you qualify for last year's? I qualified twice in the Real American and the Junior American. So I got okay, I twice okay. for both. Yes. So what was the – I remember Jennifer talking about this because she went down there too, but um, we asked her this too, but I, I can't – quite remember it's been so long now but what was the score like down there um so at Cowtown it wasn't much like at all um that box is really short though and I never roped there before so I was kind of like it's really like narrow in there there's not a lot of room at all and so um it really wasn't much it was just kind of like a move but you had to see it or you break out and so that was kind of hard I, I don't think I broke out on one of them but I missed my very first one and then was one nine on my second one and like pinged it like I don't know how I got out really I thought I broke it but I didn't and then at the junior American it was more it was like you had to see necro so it was definitely like a variety and then at the real American like it was right with them like that box was really long and so you didn't have to see much at all what did you do during the week to keep yourself practiced up or your horse um, feeling well that whole week? Does he, so, you know? Yeah, it was freezing cold that week, like so cold. And, um, but I'd go out there and like my big like 
ski parka because I'm a wuss in the cold and I'd go and rope the dummy a bunch. We had a hotel room and so we'd park our trailer at, in the hotel parking lot and I'd put my dummy out there in the parking lot and I'd rope it. And then, so I roped the dummy a bunch and I'd walk my horse, you know, every now and then, but I was roping on him every day. So it was not like I had to do too much more with him. I was just giving him his rest when he, you know, had time to. And then, um, like at Cowtown, we would rope dummy before I'd go and rope in the performance and the slack and stuff. And I would be like, it was be raining out there before I roped this one time and I just stood out there and I roped that I kept roping that dummy I was like that was like probably the hardest part of the whole week was roping the dummy in that freezing cold I agree like this yeah. weekend we had some rain at and we were all we were all just like well the group of girls that I was with we were just like um yeah, we can draw out now. <laughs> like, yeah, we're fair weather ropers, so I know how that feels. It's not yeah. fun. Yeah, for sure. So, tell Maddie, us a little bit about how old is your horse? Sorry, how old is your horse? Um, he's nine. He's nine, nine this year. Yes. Sorry, Cody. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Um. Okay. So. Tell us a little bit about what was going through your mind. Like, were you nervous, especially in that short round, because you knew that you had what was going through your mind, like, the day of and as you were backing into the box? So all week, I was really nervous for the semifinals, but it was so weird. Like, whenever I got to the American, I was not nervous at all. Like, that's crazy, because I get nervous a lot. Usually, like, I can control it, but usually I get pretty nervous, like, for big things. And that was by far the biggest thing I've ever been to. And so I didn't get nervous at all the first round, second round, or short go. It was crazy. Like, I was just so, like, zoned in. I don't know. But it worked. So I was glad. <laughs> That's crazy. So what's something key that you always think of, like, when you back in the box? Is there one key thing that you always tell yourself? Um, yeah. Well, I kind of have, like, two that I always go over. And it's, like, see my start and then throw up my target, you know, tip down, throw up my target. So I do those things, you know, I'll be good. So those are kind of what I always try and really focus right before my run. Yeah. Is yes. there anything that you're – so your dad's probably the one that mostly taught you how to rope? Yes, ma'am. The only – like, yeah, that's probably the only person that I ever rope with. I mean, here and there I get to rope with some other girls and stuff, but that's, like – really my only coach is there anything key that he ever tells you before you go um yeah same thing that I just go over in my head he reiterates every time you know tell my start the start and um make sure and you know tells me to make sure and see my start you know tip down throw down at the neck that's what kind of he goes over a lot so Dad coaches are the best. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, he's done a fantastic job. How old were you when you started um, learning how to rope? Um, I was probably eight or nine years old because I had started youth rodeoing for a while, and I really wanted to start breakaway roping. And I remember I still have, like, the videos of, like, my first time catching and 
Like my mom screamed so loud. I used to get so mad at her. I'd be like, mom, don't scream so loud when I catch. It's gonna make people think I don't do it very often. <laughs> I, just, I used to get so mad. So it took like a really long time until like, until I was about like in seventh or eighth grade is when I like really started getting the hang of it. It took a while. <laughs> So, how has your life and your, not, I don't want to say schedule, but what you're doing, um, places you're going changed since the, your win at the American? Um, I've been really fortunate to get, like, a bunch of sponsor opportunities now since that, and, like, getting invited to the Spicer Grip. This was my first year to do that, so that was really awesome. And then I don't know if y'all have heard about the Rodeo New York that they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I got invited to go to that next year since I won the American this year. And so that's like... Are you going to take your horse? How That just sounds awesome. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So it's going to be um, June next year, which will be the... It'll be the week after our state finals here in Texas. And so we're going to drive straight from state finals there. And then I've already been talking to my parents about it because the week after that is another big youth road. I was like, yeah, I'll have to fly home to go to Gallup. So I don't know how we're going to make it all work, but we're going to get my horse up there probably with my dad and me driving. And then, yeah, but I'm really excited about it. Heck yeah. For sure. So what about, so you won all, so you won 100,000, right? Yes, ma'am. So, what, um, when you found out that you were the winner, what, um, what do you think? What'd your, what'd your family I, feel? Uh, I still, it's like still hard to believe that I won it. And it definitely was then. Like, it did not sink in for a long time. So, I was just like really in shock. I mean, it was crazy. I was so excited. But, you know, I mean, I prepared to win for it, win it. Like, I prepared and had it in my mindset that, you know, I could, but I just never really thought, you know, that that would happen. So, it was just crazy. Was there one uh, big thing that you were like, okay, if I win this 100000 like, I'm going to buy myself this or do this with it? No, I never really thought like that. And I usually do think like that. So, that's probably why I did good. Like, I just never really, I just kind of focused on the calf I had next. I never really, like, looked ahead to see, like, well, if I... Like, I don't know, but I never put myself in the position of winning it. So, but after I did, we invested it all into, I guess, safe account that I won't be able to take any out until I, like, older. Bummer, but that's probably something, right? <laughs> yeah, so I can use it for, like, college or something like that. Yeah, I guess being responsible yeah. is better. <laughs> yeah. I got to keep my junior American check, though, so that was good. Oh, how much did you win for the Junior American? 10000 Oh, okay. Yes, ma'am. So, yeah, that went all back into, like, entry fees and gas money. Yeah, to cover you for, like, a week. <laughs> yeah, literally, I don't think it lasted through the summer so far. Yeah, no kidding, especially all the big ropings that you're going to. But Yes, ma'am. But it sounds like you've been winning enough to keep yourself afloat, so. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, trying to. <laughs> What does the rest of your summer look like? Because uh, you have high school rodeos coming up again or more WCRA yes, stuff or what's, what's that um, Yes, ma'am. So I just um, kind of found out about the WCRA stuff. Like I didn't even know how to do all that stuff until um, Salt Lake um, 
so I didn't really know how to do all that stuff until now so I started nominating and I nominated the Spicer Grit thankfully so I'm up in the standings and hopefully I'll I should be qualified for the next um event that they're gonna take um at like Guthrie or whatever in February and then this weekend I have a big 10 header in um Kinder Louisiana and so we're gonna go there and I start school back up, so we're going to be going to some ropings like the Joe Beavers. There's Big Yesna in October and just a bunch of the, you know, ropings. And then Vegas, I qualified for Vegas this year in a couple of ropings and entered some other ropings up there. So that'll be fun and get to go and do a bunch of roping up there too. You have a lot of big ropings coming up. Like, have you gone to mm – -hmm these ropings last year or did the American kind of kick off all these big ones? Um, a lot of them I had gone to before um, but the Spicer grip was definitely a new one and then this tin header in Louisiana they just made this year so that'll be a new one too. Um, other than that I kind of for the past couple of years I've been trying to go to a bunch of those bigger ropings. Well pays off. <laughs> yes ma'am. <laughs> So what rope do you use? What's your favorite rope and, and why? Um, so since the American, I got um, a sponsorship from Cactus Ropes, who's always sponsored my dad, and they're, like, awesome people. So I started using their ropes, and um, I just recently started using this new test rope that they have right now that Larry D. Guy is starting to make and through Cactus. Um, and Barry there at Cactus is great in making these ropes. And so I don't know the name of it yet because there's coming out um, September 27th. But that's like my new like real, like favorite rope for sure. So it's going to be better. Is it a poly or is it a poly with nylon or what yes, kind of rope so is it? It's actually a, it's 100% poly and it's really like it feels really good. It feels like there's nylon in it because it stays open real nice. But it doesn't have like any bounce to it, and it's it's really good. They had another um, one called a Huey that I was using for a while that had a bunch of nylon in it, not as much poly, um, which I liked. But this one really, really is good. Has a better feel. Yes, ma'am. So, how long is your rope? Do you know? I have no idea. They asked me that at Cactus, like, how long do you cut your rope? I just said, I don't know. Whatever feels good, I just cut it to there. <laughs> so you don't compare your old ropes. You just, like, cut it. You get a new rope. Uh, I do, yeah. I have, like, a couple size, different size ropes that I, like, I have, I used to use Willards, and so I'd cut those shorter because, I don't know, for some reason, I use a smaller loop with those ropes, and then with Cactus, I cut them a little bit longer because I use a little bit bigger loop, so it just kind of depends on the rope. Do you have a coil in your hand? Yes, I keep one coil in my hand. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we have a couple rapid-fire questions for you at the end. So, so the first one is, is and we kind of talked about this a little bit before, and how do you reward yourself if you have a big win? Do you, what's your normal go-to? Um, Honestly, I just practice again. Like, I don't really do too much reward other than if, like, I get the money, you know, that's already rewarding enough, um, you know, paying expenses, stuff like that. And so, I mean, it gives me, like, a really great, like, you know, pride in me. Like, whenever I win, like, I feel a lot better. So that's kind of my reward, I guess. 
Does the catching your calf or the roar crowd? What's more exciting for you? Like catching Sorry, your calf in the slack or in front of a big crowd? Uh, definitely in front of a big crowd, yeah. I don't know if anybody likes slack better than a real rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when you first wake up in the morning, what's one of your first thoughts about your day? Um, I always have, I have these like Bible verse deals, these daily Bible verse deals. So I always wake up and read those. And then I actually just started, um, a, like kind of a Bible group chat with a bunch of my friends on Snapchat. And so I always post, well, I try to always post something in there every day. And so that's like always, you know, just a great way to start my day off, in my opinion, you know, reading the word, being, getting closer with God. That's like a big part of my life. So I always do that in the mornings and at night. That's awesome. And the last one is what year do you predict that the breakaway world opening will be at the Thomas and Mac? Let's see, it's 2019 right now. I predict, um, hopefully, because then I'll be old enough to rope in it, 2021. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yes. cool. Well, thank you so much for your time and visiting and telling yes, us all yeah. about when at the American. <laughs> thank you all for having me. Yes, thanks, yes thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the All Focus and Grit Breakaway Roping Podcast. Dream big and rope sharp.